0: It is so much harder to make big business decisions without feeling really confident in where you stand financially. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned
1: entrepreneurial team that puts the duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and branding. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 51, and today we're chatting with our brilliant bookkeeper, Madison Dearly. We've been working with her for almost two years now, and when we first started working together, she was actually based in Texas. She has since moved to Minnesota, and we love even more that we can actually meet in person. We wanted to have her on the show today because we really struggled when the right time to hire a bookkeeper was. And building on last week's episode, we know that finances, especially around this lovely time of tax season, can feel really scary. So on this episode, we chatted about all things bookkeeping, what it is, how you can customize it for your business if you are ready to get this off your plate, and some sneaky problems to why you might not be as profitable as you'd like. So without further ado, let's jump in. Hello, Madison. Thank you so much for being on the Duo On Air podcast.
0: Yay. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to, I'm just excited to hang out with you guys. You all know I love you. So thanks for letting me hang out. Yeah,
1: of course. Absolutely. So for those of you that don't know, Madison is our bookkeeper. So we talk with her frequently. So we wanted to take a second just to introduce her to our Introduce you into our world a little bit, and also just introduce Madison to all of you guys because she's made such a big impact in our business. For which, how long has it been? I don't even know.
0: Like coming up on two years this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, better. yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. It's insane, and I can't, I cannot imagine our life before. So I'm very thankful for it. <laughs> so Aww. why don't you just take a second to tell us a little bit about yourself and how you started your business?
0: Yes, so I'm Madison Brown. I'm the owner and CEO of Madison Dearly Bookkeeping. We offer bookkeeping for brand and web designers. We are a bunch of nerds that love numbers, love to make numbers approachable and fun, understandable, applicable to what you're actually doing in your business. Uh, So we're a fun time over here. I uh, was born and raised in Albuquerque, New Mexico, so that's where I'm from. We've been living in Texas for the past seven years, and actually, last year we moved up to Minnesota, so now I'm closer to you two. Yeah. Um, so that is a huge difference, Texas to Minnesota, but we are loving it so far. And yeah, I guess that's all. I have, oh, I have two kids. <laughs> oh yeah, those those little kids. Um, I have a four year old and a two year old. And I'm married. We've been married for almost eight years now. Yeah, that's probably all there is to know about me. Did I miss a thing? I don't know. <laughs> no, we just love, we also love that. I think you knew you were
1: moving to Minnesota when we started working together, but mm-hmm. it was just so fun because we we were like, well, we're going to be neighbors. This is like all the more reason why it's perfect. Yeah. How are you oh. liking
2: it with like the 12 feet of snow? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Who wouldn't love that's this? Great.
1: Yeah. I think this is like the most snow we've had on record in like 30 years or something. It's like something, some crazy number like that within one like time period. Like it's nuts.
2: Welcome to Minnesota. Welcome to
0: Minnesota. (laughs) Yes. Getting the worst Uh, right out of the way.
2: (laughs) Yes. So give us a quick interview or a quick overview, sorry, on bookkeeping. Like what is it and what is it that you do on the day-to-day for your clients?
0: Totally. I feel like Chandler Bing sometimes where I'm like, does anybody even know what I do over here? Um, And it's actually really important. Bookkeeping is the process of seeing what has happened in your business um, historically. So every single first of the month, I'm going in and closing the books for the month prior. And what that means is basically seeing what revenue did you bring through the door, what money came into your bank account, what money went out of your bank account, how much did you spend, and what are you left over with that you'll need to save for taxes, pay yourself, pay off any debt if you have a credit card or a loan, anything like that. Um, so it's really just putting together this picture of what happened in your business and if you don't look at that picture or you don't know those numbers it is so much harder to make big business decisions without feeling really confident in where you stand financially absolutely so i think
1: people get this confused all the time what would you say the difference is between a bookkeeper and accountant and you i'm sure this is kind of like to you, like, I can't believe people get it confused, but also I'm just, I think it's just such a common misconception. Like people think they need one or the other more, or I'm just curious. I just love to hear it from your words because you're the genius in this area. (laughs)
0: Well, thank you. Uh, Bookkeepers are really in the weeds of the business kind of on a more frequent basis. So whether that's monthly, you have a bookkeeper that's working with you monthly or every week, they're kind of putting those numbers together for you. CPAs or accountants, certified public accountants, are working with you on a more annual basis or quarterly basis. So they're really the ones that are going to help you prepare your tax return. They're the strategists when it comes to what IRS rules and regulations are coming out or in place or new. Um, so they're helping you look at that from a tax strategy perspective and how you can save tons of money on your taxes Uh, bookkeepers really are the ones who are getting everything together so you can hand it off to your CPA or your accountant.
1: And I know I frequently am asking questions too, like in Voxer, I'm like, Madison, is this you or is this our accountant? Like, I don't know. So I, we're very thankful for you just as a resource, just to know like, okay, what does this fall under? Because there's so many different like things you have to juggle when you're running a business that, yeah, it's, you don't always know who to turn to or who the right people are.
0: (laughs) Totally. And this goes for this goes for you guys. And it goes for literally anyone listening to this. DM me if you have those types of questions. Like, what is what is the answer to this question about employee tax retention or whatever? If I don't know the answer, I'll point you to your CPA. If I do know the answer, I'll give you my thoughts on it. Because chances are, I've come across it at some point in my almost 10 year career in the finance world. So at least ask me. I'm happy to help. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, and we're going to talk about this in a minute too, like how to know when you're ready. But for us, I'd say we were managing everything like managing our books um in Excel. Like I was just using an Excel document and I remember getting to a point and just being like turning to Courtney and I'm like this is getting too long. Like this Excel sheet is getting real long. I was like there's no way to like categorize it. I'm also not pulling detailed reports like you're pulling for us, which I want to talk about that too, like all of the different reports and things that you pull but we were just tracking. We were just tracking for the purposes of being able to hand it over to our accountant at the end of the year and say, here's our deductions. Here's what we spent. Here's what came in. And I remember I was like, okay, I can't keep doing this. Let's just get QuickBooks. Like, let's just get QuickBooks and that'll be like our bookkeeper, right? (laughs) Which I'm like laugh at myself because I'm like, yeah, QuickBooks, you still like, it's Excel on steroids, kind of like you still do the work. Like you're still the one doing- the assigning. And so I got it on our, um, like I got in it, I was adding everything in, like connected it to all our accounts. And then it was like, okay, now you need to go through each of your expenses and itemize them into categories. And I was like, What category? Like, (laughs) what category does this fall into? I was like, so many different things. I'm like, this could fall into like five different categories. And QuickBooks is a resource that so many industries use. So the categories are very broad. And I'm just like, what? Like, I don't even know. And I remember when we had our first meeting with you, I was like, can you just take this? Like, I don't want it anymore. Like, just take this whole thing and like, make it make sense because it just doesn't make sense. So that was like the point for us, which I'm sure you probably have this like breaking point where you meet with people and you're like, you should have started working with me a year ago, or like, this isn't right now the right time. But it was just one of those things that we just knew, like we couldn't keep doing this. Like it's not efficient and it's not helpful. So I want to take a step back to and just talk a little bit about like, okay, outside of just managing expenses and just managing the money coming in, like what types of reports are you typically running for people? And then like, what are, cause there's certain things like that that are pretty standard, but then what are some other things that you're kind of doing that might be a little bit more unique and you can feel free to share some of like what you do for us too, because I think that also makes sense. But I'd love to hear, cause I'm sure it's different whether you're a product business or a service business or coaching business. Like I'm sure those unique reports kind of differentiate based on what you have to offer. That was a mouthful, but you know, <laughs> take, take what you want out of it. <laughs>
0: I loved it. I loved all of it so much, especially the part where you were like, Madison, take this. And I remember probably sitting there being like, give it to me. It's a gift because <laughs> I love doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest difference between having a bookkeeper, especially someone that knows the online business industry, is taking, well y'all had QuickBooks, I'm a big zero fan. We can get into that in a minute, but zero was like made for online business owners, which is why I switched all of my clients from QuickBooks to zero. But when you're in there and you have a bookkeeper who knows this industry, you can specialize it to the industry. We don't need to see things like depreciation or all these other categories that don't make any sense for your business. We want to see fonts and graphics. We want to see software subscriptions. We want to see the breakout between all of your revenue, which is SEO, brand and web design, social. Um, So we clearly want to specialize that and break it out, which is so much more dynamic than just tracking in a spreadsheet. And I think that's really the tipping point for most um, business owners is they want to go from tracking where they're just kind of putting things in a spreadsheet or putting things in their software to dynamic information, information that's going to tell me exactly what I need to know about how my business performed so I can make really good informed decisions about my business moving forward. Did that even answer a question? Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, it did. (laughs) And that was kind of what I was hitting on too with like,
1: um, we were reporting the money coming in and the money going out, like that was it. That was all we were doing, but we weren't even understanding in our own business, like, okay, all of these different offerings we have, how are they performing for us? And it was a point where we were like, should we, how will that also advise the future of our business? where do we need to hire, where, um, what like sections of our business are thriving, what needs more marketing or support Mm -hmm. or whatever that may be. And I think it was a point where I think when we even handed you our books, we were like, can you also fix like earlier this year? Like, I know you start now, but like, can you back (laughs) fix everything else? Which you did, which was amazing because it was awesome to see like, okay, here's the full year of what it looks like. And I, when we did that too, we were like, wow, all of our services are like, even like they were even across the board, which was, very good to know, but then also helps us understand like, okay, like where do
2: we want to go big or where do we want to scale back? So I think good. seeing that breakout of the services that we had and like how close they all were was a, like a big deal for us. Cause we were mm-hmm. like, I don't know, do we shift out of this service and start doing something else? And then we saw that and we were like, oh wow. Sometimes it doesn't feel like they're all like equally bringing in pretty much the same amount or whatever, or doing equally the same. And so when we saw that, we were like, oh, we're doing something right here, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So that breakout we
1: love. And as we've even grown as a business, I think for us, like understanding, and we've even told you like in our quarterly meetings, we'll sit down and be like, okay, like we're launching a shop. Like now we can even track that separately separately from our services and then also in addition to that like how is coaching like we can track that separately so I think just being able to like understand how our business is growing and then use that to advise how we're moving forward it's so much more than just a tracking tool right it's actually like advising us on where to go next so for us those custom reports like dictate a lot of our business which is great
2: and we're really investing you know Mm -hmm. into our business too so yeah Absolutely, yeah.
0: and the and you mentioned something too. The quarterly meetings. So we meet every quarter, which I do with all of my clients, and that's I'm finding that that's not common for bookkeepers but I'm an Enneagram type too. So there is no way that I'm just going to hand you reports and be like, bye, see you next month. No, I really want you to understand this and let's talk about this and let's talk about your goals and where you want to invest in the next year, in the next couple months and how that looks. Um, So for you guys and for anyone else who works with me, it's really having a resource, like a a right-hand person that's like, okay, we want A second set of eyes, someone that has been in the industry that has done this for a long time. This is my like sweet spot to be able to support you in your business.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And we even ask on those calls too. I'm like, we're always like, okay, you tell us, like, you are an outside person. We're ingrained in everything in our business. Sometimes it's really hard to like pull our head out of the sand and be like, (laughs) is this actually working? Like, we might love it so much that we think it's working and it's not. So that's where having those conversations with you quarterly too to be like, what do you think? Like, what's going on with our business? Like, what are you seeing from like a financial perspective? Because that can really help us like understand what's working and
2: what's not working outside of our own biases. Totally yes. Yeah. So, uh, all of our favorite season is our favorite season. Tax season <laughs> is coming up. Yay! Yay. Is there <laughs> anything unique that you do during this time period for your clients? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. um (laughs) i'm like wow loaded question there's so much that we do during tax season uh check on your bookkeeper and accountant friends during (laughs) during send them coffee send them coffee or doordash because we're like chained to our desks. anyways um this is really a time where we're putting all of our reports together we're closing out the entire year we're making sure everything is reconciled accurate, ready to go, categorized in a way that's going to give you maximum tax benefit. So we're really just making sure that those reports are good to go to give to you, to give to your CPA. Um, So that way you're ready to file. And it's really interesting um, when the timing of when people onboard with us. So a lot of people who are onboarding now are asking for help doing all of their 2022 bookkeeping. They're like, I didn't do anything. I don't want to do anything. Can you please just do this? Which is kind of like just a project basis. We'll go in, we'll do literally 12 months worth of bookkeeping, which is actually like kind of fun. Oh my gosh. We kind of love it. (laughs) When you
2: were saying that, I was like, that sounds like a disaster. Yeah, it's. much fun we're such like weird nerds and we're not weird we're actually just like sitting in our space without
0: living our best life okay so yeah that's what we get to do but there's some people like you who come in kind of mid-year i think we started working together in a summer and you guys were like can you just clean everything up like year to date so you had already filed for your taxes for the previous year but everything up to date we wanted to really get it solid and accurate so during tax time, we're either doing all of the previous year's bookkeeping or kind of setting people up for success for a fresh start moving forward in
1: 2023. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that gave me anxiety. I'm mm. glad you love it, yeah.
2: though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that gave me anxiety, too. Yeah,
1: for real. <laughs> it's like a lot of work. Yeah. That's, so how I feel about about like literally,
0: that's how I feel about literally everything you guys do. Like, <laughs> I just get so much anxiety, like, in Canva. I just, I just can't. <laughs>
1: That's why we all have our strengths, right? Yeah. We lean on each other. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Um, So we talked a little bit about how we knew when we were ready it's like just the chaos of that. And also just needing, like, I am also a very detail oriented person. So when I build my own like spreadsheets for our business and like, they need to be like functioning well, like very well. And if I can't do it, then I'm like, okay, someone else has to fix this because I need to be able to see something um, that's working. So we kind of knew when we were ready, but what do you feel like there's signs? Like if someone's listening to this and they're like, I don't know, am I ready for a bookkeeper? Am I not? Like, do you think there are clear cut signs for when someone should
0: consider hiring you? Yes. And it's different for everyone because everyone is different. Some people love Excel, are totally cool with like a template or learning zero or some kind of software where they're like, just do it myself, it really doesn't take me that long, I understand it enough, I just wanna save the money and do it myself. And that is perfectly fine. Um, For that person, the real tipping point to hire a bookkeeper is when it starts taking too much time, when they have way too many clients or way too many like digital products being sold, let's say they have a template shop, or a course, and they just have so many transactions where it just doesn't become uh, well worth their time to be doing it, where it would be more efficient to hire a bookkeeper and we are going in, we already know how to do that. It's very efficient. You get the report handed to you. So that's the one type of person. And then there's the other type of person that's like, I don't want to touch this with a 10-foot pole. I don't want to learn anything. I hate spreadsheets. I just want to outsource this from the very beginning of my business. And that is totally okay. There are so many parts of my business as a bookkeeper where I don't wanna touch them with a 10 foot pole and I could learn them, but it's clunky and I'm inefficient and it's not even the best that it possibly could be for my business. So I outsource those things right away. It is okay to be that person and it's okay to outsource at the very beginning of your business. Um, But it also comes with education too. I don't just do it and hand it over. I like to really work with my clients to make sure that you're understanding what I'm doing. I'm not just kind of like doing this thing for you over there. Like, here it is. I really want it to be an education piece to help give you the confidence as a business owner, as an entrepreneur to, again, make those big business decisions with confidence.
2: Yeah. I love that. I think the the helping along the way and educating along the way is so important. That's something that Abby and I, we love to do too with our services because we don't, I mean, we want them to see like what we're doing in the background and why we're making these decisions for their business and have them be a part of that process. Because I think if you're just, you know, handing something off and you're saying, here you go, it's just not enough for the person that's receiving as far as like, okay, what is this what does this mean? Or like, do I need to shift? Or can you tell me about this? So I love that you have that educational element with what you do with your clients. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you tell us a little
1: bit about, you talked about zero um, a lot. So why, and honestly, like I took one look at QuickBooks and I was like, yeah, no, I'm (laughs) not going to do this. Um, So I might say the same thing to zero, but I can say that I have not been in it other than the things you've told me to do. Because I'm like, all right, great, you're doing it. And then you tell me what I need to set up and I'm good to go. And now I move on to the next thing, which is awesome. Um, but for someone who might be like DIYing and using zero, or like what are the reasons why you love it so much or why did you choose it? Or, you know, just give it the title of like your favorite software to use for this. Yes. <laughs>
0: Yes. So for someone who has a bookkeeper, it's neither here nor there what software is being used. I could be using QuickBooks. I could be using Xero. You guys are getting reports in your inbox, so it really doesn't matter. Um, But for someone who is DIYing it, the reasons that I love Xero are that it is simple. They have intentionally taken out all of the accounting jargon to make it really easy to use. Most people who are DIYing their books don't even want to be doing it to begin with. So the fact that they're like, well, I'm doing this Thing that I need to do every single month. It's already hard enough to be in there. You don't want to have to be like banging your head against the wall trying to figure out what is even going on in the software. So it's very simple. It's no accounting jargon, simple language. And it's also really pretty. The design is really nice and easy to use. It's functional. Um, it was built in the cloud. So QuickBooks, I definitely don't want to bash on QuickBooks, but QuickBooks was built for desktop. I think we all know that QuickBooks desktop was like the thing 10 years ago, and then they migrated to the cloud. So there's a lot of functionality errors that come with that, that Zero just does not have because they were built in the cloud. So great functionality and also awesome customer service. Anytime I put in like a service ticket, I get this little blurb that's like, Jolie is working on your service ticket. She loves dogs and baking and lives in Colorado. And I'm like, that's so cute and personal. Oh. And it's just <laughs> a really good, solid company. So yeah, I love Zero. Oh, I love that. That's
1: awesome. And yeah, we are we're suckers for that too. I think customer service is like any company that goes above and beyond in the customer service space, they like win our hearts and our wallets.
0: Mm-hmm. So yes. <laughs> great. Oh yes.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. So tell us a little bit about like some of the sneakiest problems. So I'd say, and I'm sure you see this all the time, just by looking at people's books of like, not even understanding how much money you might be spending and where it's going. Like, what are the biggest problems that you see when it comes to people's profitability, whether that's um, right when they start working with you or like, you know, I'm assuming it is kind of right when they start working with you that some of these kind of problems
0: arise, but just curious if you have any. Yeah, I think the sneakiest things are the ones that you don't even know about or aren't aware of. So it's really funny how people will hire a bookkeeper and then will gain that money back because they realize that there's a ton of softwares that they don't even use anymore or certain things that they're just really overspending on and they can cut back in certain areas. But I think sometimes some of the sneakiest ones are the big ones. We get really big shiny object syndrome. I'm talking about myself here. Like I want the next course and the next business coach and the next mastermind, but it is understanding where you're at financially that's gonna help you confidently make that decision. So not only looking at your books, but looking at your cash reserves and also looking at your projections, having this full holistic picture is really what helps you make the right investment choices and make it less sneaky, I guess, if you will. Because those can really dip into your profit and you want to make sure that you have high ROI, high return on investment for every big thing that you're doing um but some people just buy big things and then never really turn around and make sure that they're getting ROI and that will seriously dip into their profit and also dip into the amount that they're paying themselves
2: that's really eye opening i think a lot of people too think you know like that next course or that next you know whatever it might be you know if i just buy it and do it i'm going to make so much more money but it's like do you do you actually like do you track that and like do you, does your ROI improve based on that course and i think People just like buy, 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 and don't actually implement and track if that purchase actually helped them to grow in their business. So I think that's super eye opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And scary. Yeah.
0: But yes. <laughs> yes. It's definitely good. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, and go ahead. That's something that we track in uh, quarterly meetings also um, that I kind of use prompting questions for when I see really high expenses with my clients. We'll click in, we'll drill into all of the detail and we'll say, is this still serving your business if it's a team member if it's a mastermind payment if it's a recurring some sort of payment is it still serving your business because it's dipping into your profit so i like to kind of ask those prompting questions mm-hmm.
1: yeah i think one of the things too like we run and we've talked about this um for our business but we run kind of like the profit first method of like how we manage all of our money and you are a very big advocate of that and so that has been very good for us too because even though we see that profitability number at the end of the month, we can communicate with you. Like, even though we're showing we're profitable, we actually dipped more into what we're saving from an expense standpoint. So it's like very good to have those conversations and just see like, okay, yeah, we're looking at it from a holistic standpoint, but where are we sitting in terms of how our, our own breakouts are in terms of profit first? So mm-hmm. it's been very nice to have those conversations with you because understanding that methodology, I think is so important to like running a profitable business at the end of the day. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay, so before we have everyone tell us uh, where are, before we have you tell everyone where to go to find you, Um. do you have any other advice or tips or anything for anyone kind of in this space of like bookkeeping and how to, <laughs> like this is so general, but also just, I know a lot of people, this is an expense that people don't want to spend money on. Um, which is such a weird stigma because, you know, it feels like something you have to instead of you want to do. But I will say it and I will just offer some advice in terms of our business. It's an investment that I think is like, it's so incredibly important. Not only did it give us our time back, like it was something that we no longer needed to manage for our business. It also gave us guidance on the future. And you became a resource for us just to understand like how to grow and how to be profitable. And with all of that, it's also something that our accountants, like I have to have minimal discussions with because he already knows he's getting all of the tools that he needs. So it's like very nice just to like have this one thing happening every month. Like it's an expense that we will never cut in our business. Like, so I think it has this weird stigma. So what would you say to someone who kind of has the stigma that they might not want to invest in it quite yet?
0: (laughs) Yes. I get it. It's not like a sexy thing. Like, oh yeah, I got a bookkeeper. Um, But if you talk to any one of my clients or anyone who has a bookkeeper, honestly, they will tell you that they wish that they had paid for one years earlier than they did every single time because it gives a level of clarity that you just don't have in your business if you're not looking at reliable, accurate data on a regular basis.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: right. I know. <laughs> for real. Drop. For real. And
1: actually, before you go, since I can't have that be an absolute mic drop, but we are going to be having an episode coming up all about like how we're planning for courts maternity leave and what we're going to do for that, Um, whether that's in like prepping content, also paying ourselves, also like how are we going to break things out in terms of like bringing in clients, what projects are we gonna take? Like we wanna break it all out and kind of put that in its own episode, but you have a lovely little resource and we'd love to tell people more about it.
0: Yes. I created a paid maternity leave spreadsheet. And I know that Court hates spreadsheets. I, I know this. And <laughs> That's I, why I exist. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I made this for people like Court who hate spreadsheets. And so it's pretty to look at. It's hot pink or magenta pink, I guess. And like got all of the MDB branding all over it. But really, it is a very robust yet simple and easy to use spreadsheet that helps you calculate how much you need to save for you to take time off in your business. And you can really use this for anything. It doesn't have to be for a maternity leave, but all of the language that's in there is kind of how many months until the baby is born. Um, it allows you to input all of your PL, your profit and loss numbers, so you can clearly see what you're able to save from now until your maternity leave you can decide how many months you want to take off so you can actually change that little feature um so it's pretty again robust but simple uh very very easy to use so that is at madison slash maternity dash leave love it we'll also
1: link it in our show notes so yes. everyone can kind of find it there so that's awesome yeah we can't wait to talk more about that and how that's working in
2: our business yes, too yes exactly all right well, tell us where can people go find you and all the things that you have to offer then?
0: Yes, I am Madison Dearly everywhere. So madisondearly.com, at Madison Dearly on Instagram. I'm kind of figuring out TikTok. So if you want to watch me figure out TikTok, that's at Madison Dearly also. So that's where you can find me in all the places.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Madison. Yes, thank you. Thank you. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.